0: Welcome to the Murphy, Sam and Jody After the Show podcast. And uh, this weekend I had two surprises jump out at me when my brother's sister and I were cleaning up my dad's oh, house. I thought this was another rat story. No, it wasn't that. And, and this doesn't involve Jody at all.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> so. I didn't go this time. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that's okay. right.
0: You wanted out of that.
1: That's Okay. It's not my actually decision this, to make about any of that stuff.
0: It was super nice. It was just me, my brother, and my sister, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just the three of us. Literally, got to spend the whole day together, and I loved it. It was wonderful. Um, but you know, it's been a year and a half since my dad passed, and we're really having to dig in now to the really small stuff mm-hmm. to decide what goes, what stays. Getting serious about what stays in the family and what's going to get sold. And so his room was the first room that we actually tackled not long after he passed and by tackled i mean <laughs> looked in the door and went ah, later right, right. well
1: for anybody who's just jumping in on this story the reason being it's this is not a typical house this is they there was there's so much that your parents kept everything from the time they moved in in the 60s till till now like they they just they didn't get rid of anything that's
0: correct yeah it's different and that actually that's what i'm getting to today because it, it there's more plus to it than minus i'm realizing now, it's going to sound crazy, because when th- that first day that we went in there, it literally was pulling newspapers out from under his bed, hmm. you know, all sorts of things like that, piles and piles and piles. So first, we had to get rid of things that we knew were just trash. Mm-hmm. After my mom died, I guess my dad kept even more. And uh, so, wow. so we had narrowed down. And so the only things that were left in his room were things that we knew were just family stuff. And then, of course, my mom's NASCAR stuff, which we need to <laughs> sell. But anyway... Um, So we've gone through every other room in the house and realized, okay, it's now time to just pick one room and really go through everything, top to bottom.
1: Is the goal like clean the room, nothing in the room?
0: Well, we can't really do that yet. It's really just to separate and then figure out who's going to take what, where, and then what's going to get sold. We're we're not... Okay. Yeah. It's because... You're rearranging stuff. Yeah, because just moving from one room to another is not going to accomplish a whole bunch, you know? Um, but I mean, you can walk in that room today. I'm telling you, it is okay. it is clean, ready is. to move in. And we had we had boxes and boxes and boxes of things that we threw out. But my point is, my parents, as Jody said, they kept everything, which at first I thought was going to be the biggest problem. But everything was organized. Everything that they kept is also, I guess, in its place prior to my mom's passing, in its own place, in its own folder, in its own thing. Hmm. For example, when, um, when my grandmother passed in 2011 and they finally cleaned out that house, all of my grandmother's things are together. And so we realized we had to go through each of these individual boxes and just go through piece by paper by paper is there anything important, or do we need to pitch this? Jeez. Mm-hmm. I know, and, and that's, I'm
1: getting tired hearing about and, it. And my, yeah, but but so I'm a te- much.
0: But there were two huge things. I'm telling you that <laughs> it's, it's that, just so much. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go.
1: I didn't say that.
0: Well, <laughs> the two things that I found are to their two stories you've never heard before, Jody, uh-huh. and it's all because they kept everything in in perfect order. Yeah. So let me give you an example of like the things that were my grandmother's. I, the first time I'd ever seen her high school diploma from 1932 there is a Ooh. there's an advancement of i guess going from sunday school to big church or whatever mm-hmm. when she was 12 years old that's dated 1925 oh i mean they, there's all sorts of stuff all of my grandfather's army pins oh that's cool um mm-hmm. and then so you know that's that's my grandmother so we were able to put all that stuff aside and, and a lot of that is just we're going to keep it just because it's so old and so special the um So the other thing that we found was my uh, mother's side of the family, her dad's stuff, and her mom, Mm -hmm. which I'm going to get to in just a minute because that's where the big wow came from. But the biggest wow actually came from my dad's stuff, Mm -hmm. and here's why. There are a couple of boxes that we went through that apparently were all the things that he had at work Mm -hmm. before he retired. And when I say everything, I mean – List of birthdays of co-workers. Ooh. He actually used to, and this is going to make him sound so odd, but I don't know why, he would take, when, when somebody at the, at the lab, he worked at Exxon, would pass that he knew, he would photocopy the That's obituary true. and he would also take a picture from the employee manual, put it together and laminate them and keep them. Oh. So that, you know, yeah, so that he had a, a recollection of of these, you know, people. Like flashcards of everybody he's worked with. Right. I don't know if you play a guessing game later <laughs> with that or not. Hold it up. Uh, oh, wait, that's uh, Jimmy. <laughs> it's just yes.
1: him being, it was just him being himself. He documented things. He documented everything.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so my dad was just a he was, a, he was a brilliant man. When I start looking through his lab stuff, when he had to run these tests, it's all sorts of scientific terms and things that I'm just... It's lost on me completely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you're going through these things, it literally is like his life is telling me his story mm-hmm. because it's in chronological order, wow. all in boxes, mm-hmm. to the yeah. point where you almost don't want to throw some of it away, but you know you can't keep everything. And that's what was interesting to me about it is I'm, st- I'm learning things along the way. So I'm halfway through the boxes of the Exxon stuff and my sister you know, looks and finds my dad's report cards oh yeah from high school and there was there was one point he had all d's oh when he graduated from high school it was a combination of c's and d's and i remember my dad telling me that he had a tough time in school but he truly is one of the most brilliant people that i ever knew and my sister says basically that he was he was a homebody like her and he did not really enjoy the classroom setting at all. Oh, and yeah. so because he never really enjoyed that he had trouble he engaging. Relax. He would do fine on things at home on his own at his own pace. Yeah. But he did not do very well in the classroom. And I didn't I didn't know that. Um but uh,
1: It makes sense to you, knowing yeah, him, though.
0: But he also got several awards for courtesy and um, statesmanship or whatever. At I school. mean was, Yeah. He was at the good citizen type awards or whatever. Mm. And so that tells me that same story there, of that he's got, he had a struggle with his schoolwork, but the kind of person that he was in his late yeah. life is the person that they knew him as in high school. Sure. So I'll pop back over to the Exxon box as I'm going through, and- advanced to the late 1970s early 1980s um it's amazing that you can do that yeah (laughs) there we go 70s it's crazy um he had a letter he was put on probation when he was at exxon twice uh, he was on twice i didn't know that in the late 70s it was because he was absent for too many days Mm -hmm. and i don't remember my dad being that sick every now and then i remember him calling in sick well, but, but there were it was too many days, and Exxon was tracking that what was weird is over it was over like a four year period and they said over over this five years, you've been sick for two hundred and some odd blah blah blah, blah mm. hours or whatever um and that's excessive, and that needs to change but then, in that same letter, they commend him for what a great job he does, his overall performance is great, mm-hmm. but you've you, you <laughs> can't, did a great job, I just wish you would do more of it you right. can't be you can't be sick yeah. anymore um and then later. Uh, there was a guide that showed up on employee services for uh, for you know for alcohol and, and other dependencies yeah. and yeah. abuse and i knew that my dad had been put on probation during that time period also right before he went into rehab and for anybody who doesn't know and hasn't heard the story my dad it was, it was dry for a good 30 years sober for a good 30 years before he passed away so I was very proud of that moment for him so the uh here's the here's the other thing that I, I found and I know I still need to tell you about my mama's stuff, Jody, but so but the big wow wa- wow for my dad was there was a letter while he was going through treatment and on the left side it said Merle, my mom's name with Colons, and it had things like statements and questions. Oh and on the right side it said Dane, his name, with statements and questions. And as we were going through that list, it was him working the program. Yes. Wow. It yeah, it was him building the conversation that he wanted to have with my mom and addressing questions that she has and apologizing, basically making amends. I guess right. is the amends official is word.
1: one of those steps. Yeah,
0: and so, but he was rehearsing that in writing. That he followed through with it. Oh yeah, I I yeah they did. And, and and I never was present for that conversation, but you can tell when it happened because my mom went from really being my mom had a tough time as as a as a lot of spouses of alcoholics do. And and she loved to drink. She just didn't drink as much as my dad. And when he needed to stop, she didn't want to stop. That was a, one part of it. But my dad also wasn't communicating a lot of it and when he finally did assert himself, and say this is me and this is my problem and i apologize for that and basically some of the things where i've i've been so drunk for so long i don't even remember my feelings for the last five years oh and um so it was a very intimate um you know exchange but he kept that and so that's the kind of stuff that you really don't
1: you couldn't know that right. without you, looking at that piece of paper.
0: Correct. You can't put a value on that, but you're learning. You're the story is telling itself even yeah. after because he of the passed. House. Yeah, right. You're exactly. right. Oh my gosh! And so, so that was just that was that was huge. Um, and then of course you get through the retirement and all the accolades he gets for thirty plus years of service and his his pen and and all of that. Um, he kept a crazy amount of his of his Exxon stuff, though. You know every. Uh, not every pay stub but he kept every statement you know of, of his esop program and all that kind of stuff so
1: crazy yeah and how different people can be i keep nothing I don't know. <laughs> you know I so, almost i don't, I, don't have, I, know. I just don't keep much
0: i know and it's so funny well, for him
1: to keep so much that there's an actual story unfolding for you
0: in a different generation you know but that's part of it i think but um but the other story is when my mother's mother passed away. I was only eight years old. I was very young when she died i, I remember her as a child because she would bring us toys mm-hmm. uh, every time that she came to the house. she would bring toys. I remember her being an incredible cook she had an Italian she was of Italian descent, and her spaghetti and red sauce is as mm-hmm. cliche as it may sound, yeah, well, was the best thing I ever had. Yeah. Hmm. Uh I mean there were a number of recipes that she had that my mom wound up so I remember that. It's funny how those things really stand out at you even though you're you're young. Um and my grandmother and grandfather on that side, they were they were very poor people. Um they I to say they live paycheck to paycheck actually sounds better than it was there were a lot of payments and things that they would miss and skip mm-hmm. out on. And, and a lot of things I didn't learn about them until later. They just had, it was a tough life. And my mom, it was a tough life, you know, for my mom growing up in that. But, uh, but by the time just, they become grandparents, they're all mellow and chill. They were, and they were wonderful people to me and my brother and sister. But I don't remember anything about my grandmother's passing. Mama Claire was her name. Um, Other than that, she had breast cancer and Mm -hmm. I knew that she was sick. And I'd always heard the story that because of that generation, I think she was born in 1908. Mm -hmm. So she came up through that generation where you didn't talk about cancer. Mm. And so by the time the lump that she found is something she shared with my mom and my other grandmother, Heidi, it was too late. I mean, it was, but it was, it was too late. So she had, and and this is the story that, again, I didn't know. I knew that my grandmother passed. I knew that my mother shielded me and my brother and sister from it. We did Mm -hmm. not go to the funeral. Mm -hmm. I don't remember anything around her death. I Mm -hmm. just knew that she was gone. Mm -hmm. So going through one of the folders, um, the first thing I open up is an ambulance receipt Mm -hmm. from October the 12th, 1976. And she was transported to the hospital. It doesn't say why, um, but it was, she was transported to the hospital. Also, it noted that my grandfather paid in cash because that's really you know, how, how they, they did, did it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, as I start thumbing through the rest of the folder, um, I see treatment in the hospital and what she was there for and then i see the death certificate Mm. and the notice and all the insurance things that go with that on october the 23rd Mm. so now i know at least what that last window was and it was just weird thinking that through because my sister remembers her being in bed and my sister's four years younger than me Uh, i i didn't really remember that mama not getting out of bed but she remembers that clearly and um so the last 11 days of her life were spent in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember my grandfather just, you know, he, as much as they fought through all of their marriage, he loved her. But, um, and then I, I remembered that she had worked for a, a food distributor and that's, a lot of that information was there. But so things I didn't know about my mother's mother, which I couldn't find out by asking anybody because yeah. there's literally nobody in that family who's alive anymore, um, to tell me, I was able to piece together again oh. because they kept everything. Wow. You know what I and mean? And this is
1: so right for you because you are so, you're like a historian. you love, I do love you history, love yeah. You love history, but there's nothing more exciting to you than the history of your own family right. and people that you loved. Right. You know, anybody can get interested in that if you've got, a you know, skin in the
0: game. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh.
0: So when I walked into the room along with my brother and sister, and we started to clean up when I looked at all the boxes I just started thinking oh mm. really one at a time but it turned out to be and we were there for hours but it was great because mm. I, I it was as though I could sit there and talk to my mom and my dad and learn something about the family that yeah. I didn't know and my brother and sister had that have that knowledge now too isn't that crazy very cool so I guess there is something to be said I'm not advocating you know stockpile your drunk and keep it everywhere but the Look, fact that they kept things so organized and in order yeah is is just it's weird how it's the thing we joke about, but it's also the thing that's explaining a lot to it's us. It's also yeah. a thing
1: that you you guys need yeah. probably. Yeah. You need this right. this experience. Exactly. A lot of siblings end up in that situation. They end up getting close because they get closure together mm-hmm. when going through the the you know the ritual of just of moving on with life and changing and moving a house or whatever. But yeah. you you guys probably really need this. Yeah. So,
0: what did you bring home? Ah, uh, uh, you had to ask that, huh? leave um, that heard,
1: for another time. <laughs> I heard
0: Jody's noise. Actually, I brought home a few things that may tell me some more stories. Oh, okay. But I have and to we'll find, I gotta find a working cassette player first. <laughs> 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 Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.